Hey, what's the time? It's scuttlebutt time. So let's gather around because we're going to dip into the Ushanka and pull out some topics. These are small town problems, not necessarily related to each other, but they've been cluttering the studio and we got to address them and ship them out of here, okay? We're talking about overused words, beach bods, and tech toys. You like, uh, you ready to do this and whatnot? All right, we're hanging. This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Year-round service, Mario's Lawn Care can do it all. And also by Medfield Village Cleaners. It's your one-stop shop for all of your laundering and alteration needs. Small Town Scuttlebots. I'm trying to find a fun way to start the show. Do I have a nasally droning voice sometimes? I hear I myself. You were talking about me. You're like this <laughs> droning. <laughs> Dude, do you ever listen to your voice on playback and go, oh, is that what I sound like? Mm-hmm. All the time. I think there's, and I don't know the science, I can't attribute this to anything, but I've heard there's something to do with your eardrums and vibrations with your skull. It just kind of modifies the Mm -hmm. audible or the audio of what you're actually producing so that when you do hear it, that's your, the the recording is the actual sound. But you don't think it's really your voice. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's the best first minute of this show we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dr. Fink. (laughs) Yeah. All right. About 32 more minutes left of this. Let's do this. We're hanging. (laughs) Yeah, we're still hanging. (laughs) All right, well, how are you guys doing? What's up? Good, good. It's a gorgeous day out. Not that we would know. We're in a basement. I know. Perfect day to be in a basement. Sometimes I feel like this would be better if it was, like, somewhere else with windows. Mm-hmm. People could gawk at us like we're at the zoo. Yeah, we could go on location at mm. the zoo. Yes. Hey, it's Scuttlebutt from the Roger Williams Zoo. Hey, kid, stop picking your nose. <laughs> Don't talk to my kid like that. Hey, isn't that the person for Burger King, Mike? <laughs> Remember that? I just played, that <laughs> just played a whole scenario. You had to be... You bastard. <laughs> you had to be an insider a couple of weeks ago. I can't stop talking about Mike getting pestered by a what in, a seven-year-old boy. An obese yeah. seven-year-old? Yeah. yeah. An ill-mannered. Ill-mannered, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colorful vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Scuttlebuds, we're in a good mood. I'm in a good mood because, Mike, you brought me peanut M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Good job. And then, Liz, we always bump into each other, mm-hmm. small town. Happened to be in line at the Starbucks. I was just remarking on how much I love this Evolution Fresh Mighty Watermelon cold-pressed uh, juice blend. And, it's delicious yeah. and refreshing. And then you brought me one. I was psyched. Although I was a little upset that you shook it up. I, I like, didn't. It was the car ride over. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know, can they pave North Street? Right. <laughs> I think it's like we got this brand new like public safety building. I think it was like uh, what a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why they haven't paved any roads. But they can't pave the road right. in which it's on. And I'm like, you know. And people like me with sports cars that have those low-profile tires have to drive slow over those speed bumps. That's not why we bought the the no. car, to drive slow. I want to do like 60 down that fucking road. Just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. 
That'd be fun. Like, you know, post-apocalyptic world. Do you ever think about that? Just That's the first thing you would do. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I would go I would go down to the Route 1 auto mile, mm-hmm. right? And I'd go get a Ferrari, and I'd gas that some bitch up, and I wouldn't pay because no one's going to care, right. right? And I would just drive that thing. I'd say, this thing's got about 300-mile range. I'm driving to, I guess, New York. That'd we'll be gas so up there. fun. And do a cannonball run across America. <laughs> yeah. Did you I'll ever say, watch the like show? All three of us, you ready? <laughs> so fun. Boston to LA. Ready, set, go. <laughs> I will say, bringing it back to the small town theme and liking having fewer people around, that's the opposite direction our town seems to be going in. <laughs> I think there's too many people here now because the traffic is ridiculous. There's a lot of development yes. coming in. And Where are these people going to go? And there's more. There's more coming in. Mm-hmm. but. But yeah, that's uh, that's an issue that uh, every small town has to deal with. Yep. It's like, how do we keep that small town charm, but also accommodate, you, you know, don't. more diverse population? Yeah, I yeah, don't know. that and uh, affordable housing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, today's show, we uh, we're going to talk us three. We're going to do an Oshanka show because it's episode ninety nine. We're wrapping up our first hundred episodes. Not to make a big deal out of it, you know. Let's act like we've been there before, even though we haven't really. You know, we'll just kind of mosey on right through it, but we're kind of wrapping up. So let's just take a moment, hit pause, reflect on some things that are worth mentioning because I feel like this show's uh, mission, if you will, is sort of like to just hold society accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we say, you know, this is a judgment-free zone or there's no judging. I, I'm I'm opposed to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all judge. And if you don't judge, you're lowering the bar. Like yep. when I start seeing people like a dad my age, like I'm in lockstep. I walk in your shoes. I can compare myself to you. You're in your mid 40s. You're a man. You have kids. You know, you're doing your thing. You live in this town. So do I. Um, can I ask you why it's two in the afternoon and you're still in your pajamas at the fucking supermarket <laughs> wearing flip flops? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I 100% what? judge people that can't bother to put clothes on oh, before and, and leaving the house I think yes. for, like, legitimate stuff. I, I, th- like, I think we've talked about this in the past where I've, yeah. I've even remarked on the dad that comes out with the flannel pajama pants to yes. uh, with the kid to off to the school bus. I'm mm-hmm. like, you are presenting, you're the patriarch of this household, and you are showing all the kids that you don't give a fuck mm-hmm. yeah. about yourself. Like, like, you know, I mean. Just wear a t-shirt that says, I've given up. That's <laughs> yeah. literally what it looks like. <laughs> totally. Totally. Like, you know, I mean, I'll go out with scrubby jeans and a hoodie mm-hmm. and I didn't shower and it's Saturday and it's three in the afternoon. So what? You know, like it's, I'm working, I'm probably doing something. But fundamental step one after, you know, making your bed and brushing your teeth is get out of your pajamas. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. In public. Yes. Agreed. Anyway. That was a slight tangent, but it was a it was a good example. No, it, was, it was necessary. It is an example yeah, of what this is an edutainment t- show, mm-hmm. and you're informing any of our listeners that might be uh, pajama shoppers to yeah. cut it out. Yeah. yeah, take a look at yourself in the mirror and say, if it's two in the afternoon and I'm still wearing an elastic waistband, it's time to change. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, I guess I, I I use that as an example because this show we we do judge to some degree, or we do have perspectives, and mm-hmm. I think we want to hold the line on things because. My attitude is um, when people say, well, you shouldn't judge like that, Rick. You, you know, I say, well, you know what? We share this society. It's not just yours. It's right. mine, too. I'm over here. You know, think of it like smoking a cigarette. You know, go do that over there because right. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk a little bit today 
about things that kind of rub us the wrong way. We need mm-hmm. to we need to push back a little bit. We need to mention that it's kind of annoying, wrong, rude, obnoxious, inappropriate, whatever. And then Liz, you did you you've got one that you really did a deep dive on. A little bit, yeah. And it's, it's been bothering me for a long time. And, so I and thought to, this was the perfect forum to share my feelings. All right, Liz. So you would like to discuss overused words in society. Yes, I would. I feel like lately, or not even just lately, the past handful of years, there have been certain words that get brought into a broad array of conversation, so much so that their actual meaning is kind of diluted and for people or scenarios where these words should legitimately apply it almost does them a disservice. So my first word, for example, is assault, which is, you know, it's a big word, right? It means, could mean something very, very dangerous. And a couple of years ago, I was on usweekly.com, which is where I get all of my world information. Mm-hmm. And there was a headline that read, former bachelorette contestant, whatever her name was, because as soon as these bimbos are on this show, they all of a sudden become famous and newsworthy. So mm-hmm. like... Nitwick McDimwit was stro- walking in Central Park and was sexually assaulted in front of her toddler. Wow. I literally gasped out loud mm-hmm. when I read that headline. Okay, so let's So get- so let's okay. pause. So I say that or you read that. What do you think happened? Uh she was definitely groped. So when I first read that, here and I watch a lot of true crime. I'm thinking she's clubbed over the head, dragged behind a dumpster <laughs> and like really okay. assaulted in front while her child watches. Mhm. Apparently, she was strolling along with her toddler in the stroller, and a skateboarder went by her and smacked her in the ass. Should someone do that to another person? No, they should not. It Mm -hmm. is technically against the law. I suppose even legally, maybe it is assault. However, however, Mm -hmm. I'm sure that poor woman who was roofied and dragged behind a dumpster and raped by the Stanford swimmer Uh would not put herself in that same category as someone who got slapped on the ass in Central Park. I hear what you're saying. So, and I feel like that... That word mm-hmm. is just was thrown, especially post Me Too, which had so many legitimate cases of, of terrible things that happened to women. Yeah. That word was just thrown all around um, society and news stories, et cetera. I mean, I remember reading one article during the Me Too movement about a makeup artist who said that an actor on a movie set she was working on asked her on a date, and that made her feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, that's... Yeah, all you have to do is say no thanks. Mm-hmm. But so are you downplaying guys slapping strangers on the ass? I mean, I'm not like, downplaying it, I but it's happened to me a number I, of times and I didn't have to go to fucking therapy for it, so... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put it in the same category as someone who was legitimately oh, yeah, no, sexually assaulted. Right. I don't think that should have happened to her. No one has the, a right to put mm-hmm. their hands on someone else at all, man or woman, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it was the way it was positioned. Yeah. And so I, I read the article and she, you know, is quoted as saying how traumatizing it was for her and how it happened in front of her child, which he was in a stroller. So I don't think it did. Yeah, he was. Um, he had no view of what happened. Right. And so I'm quite sure she fell asleep just fine that night in her multimillion dollar New York apartment. Yeah. Again, shouldn't have happened. I get it. If if. I was her, and I caught up to the skateboarder. I would have punched him in the face. But, again, let's not put the same... You can't put it in the same category. Let me ask you a question, Mm -hmm. then. 
you're the editor at mm-hmm. Us Weekly. This article comes across your desk. It's your job to write the headline. How would you have written it? I probably would have written the same headline. Would you? Because it's, well, it's clickbait, right? <laughs> it's clickbait. Well, you got the, you know, I'm glad we cleared that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, you know, you want it, because it did, it made me gasp and think mm-hmm. like something terrible happened to her. Yeah. And then I read the article and I was like, oh, no, it really wasn't all that Oh, terrible. I fell for it. Again. I did. I totally fell for it. Um, so I get the, the salacious headline, but it bothered me more when I read it and she was quoted as saying like how traumatized she was from the experience. Mm-hmm. Again, shouldn't have happened. I will say that. Yeah. You know, right. but as someone who that has happened to a number of times in her life, I am Well, let's talk very, about, can we talk about that for a second? Sure. You I said mean, this happened multiple times. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, what, if you college, are, 20s, I mean, high school, co- college, after, if you know, you're semi-normal looking woman it's happened to you in your life anytime you go to a bar um i I mean yeah mike have you ever like i mean it's a big admission here mike have you ever slapped a woman on the ass (laughs) actually yes i did in call no i mean hands no no yeah because you're normal no Mm -hmm. i mean you know i like going out to the bars and flirting and you know Mm -hmm. playing that game and all that stuff um but there were rules. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? had a guy at a there bar were rules. stick what? his hand up the back of my shirt. No way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you like it? No, I did you not. Did, did not like <laughs> I did it. not care no. for that. Okay. And so I, you told still a, have I told a bouncer. The bouncer. No, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Sorry, I should okay. I should have even thrown that out there to uh, give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I told yeah. a bouncer and he got thrown out. But yeah, oh, I mean, good. it's I don't even know how many times it's happened. Yeah, so many times it's happened. What kind of move is that? It's creepy. And like, it's, yeah. What's the success I, rate? No offense, but I guarantee you, you're not the first person that he did oh, that God, to. No. So like, yeah. what, what is the tactic there? Mm-hmm. Like, I know, I know what's going to get her. Right. And I wonder Watch if this. it happens. I mean, I'm 48, so this is a long time ago, but so I wonder like these days, if you're a 22 year old, you know, girl at a bar, does it still happen? If, if generationally speaking, maybe, maybe we've evolved as a society. I don't know. I'd be curious though. Mm. So anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Assault. So that's my first word. Okay. Second okay. word is yeah. toxic. In fact, that word was Oxford Dictionary's word of the year in 2018. So Word it, of the year. Yes. Toxic. Toxic. <laughs> um, followed up by a uh, close second was gaslight, which is another one of my favorite words. Um, so anyway, this word toxic is, is broadly applied to everything from workplace to friendships to even positivity. You can, in fact, be toxically positive. Um, but labeling all these things as toxic gives people an excuse or a free pass from dealing with adversity or conflict. Like my job was so toxic, I quit. But mm-hmm. my friend was so toxic, I ghosted her. But really, maybe people are just holding you accountable or wanting to have a difficult conversation with you. So you throw this word out there. It's almost like this immediate like protection. I so like now, that. you know, you don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. Like, you I know like what I mean? That. Yep. Um, so, and it doesn't, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're immediately shutting yourself out of from these scenarios, cause you're not allowing yourself like personal growth. So while there are very real situations in life that are toxic and, and things that people have been through that are toxic, that have affected them emotionally, you keep using, throwing that word around. You're, it's a bit of like boy who cried wolf, right? It's like mm-hmm. Unless another. Unless you're Britney Spears and, and then exactly. it's a 2003 hit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not overlook that. <laughs> so, yes, that's my second word is toxic. Yeah. And the last term is safe space. In addition to getting all of my news from usweekly.com, I watch a lot of really bad reality television. So on a recent episode of one of the Real Housewives shows, there was a group of women 
having a conversation and they were questioning one of the other women about why she said what she said. And the woman's response was, this is no longer a safe space for me. I need yeah, to no leave. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that stopped when the camera entered the room. So it's sort of mm-hmm. like the toxic thing, right? Like mm-hmm. you're coming at me, questioning why I might have said something, looking for my rationale behind it. Maybe I offended you in some way, but now I'm saying this, Rick and Mike, this is not a safe space for me anymore. And I'm really, I'm going to have to go. So those are my words. They're little pet peeves of mine, and maybe it's a generational thing. I don't. I don't know. Mike, you're a younger generation than I am. So, mm-hmm. did any of these words? Do you feel like they are overused, or I'm overreacting? No, I think they're all overused. Mm-hmm. When you first mentioned overused words, I immediately would add the word warrior to the list. So many people are called warriors, especially when you're watching sporting events. And I'm like, yep. no, he, he's actually like. Oh, he's a he's a true warrior and what, shut up. Like American hero, Ninja Warrior. Hero, mm-hmm. warrior, mm-hmm. those words both get overused in totally the wrong settings. That's my quick list. I like that. Those are good. Overused words. Do you have any others? No, I, those were my biggest pet peeves. How about overused terms on uh, menus that just don't work out, like uh, piping hot? That makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like I want French onion soup. I don't know what piping hot means, but that sounds like a third degree burn. <laughs> so let's take it down a notch to yeah. um, everyone else to is enjoying just hot their, enough. Just just off the stove, right. just off the stove. Uh, uh, French onion st- soup sounds so much safer than piping hot soup. That just sounds like, like it's going to scald you. It's going to burn through my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other one I don't like is uh, ice cold because if it's ice cold, technically it is a frozen. Mm-hmm. Beverage. That if you, so you're saying if some someone is serving you something ice cold, it should be in the form of ice. Words matter. You yes, know? they do. So I, I <laughs> and like. And they hurt too. <laughs> when have you ever heard <laughs> words matter <laughs> attributed to menu adjective? Yes, yes. Words do matter. This sir is not robust. No, no. This root beer, right? Ice cold beverages. That's what I'm talking about, Mike. Look at the menu. You know, it's like ice cold beverages, and it shows all the fountain drinks. I'm like, mm-hmm. if those are ice cold, if I get an ice cold root beer, yeah, you're gonna hand me like a four pound block of ice with a straw sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. It's not what it is. It is not ice cold. Are it is chilled. Why don't you say a chilled, chilled. beverage? Mm-hmm. That sounds nicer. Are you also annoyed by like zesty and full bodied? Because those those adjectives, I'm like, no, no, because th- those work. Full bodied, full body works. Full yeah. body works. Zesty works. You know what doesn't work? Earthy, ha- hand cut, uh, hand cut French fries. Like, oh, someone with like wait. a Wolverine just came yeah. in here. That's way why they're better. so expensive. Yeah. God forbid they ran it through a mandolin and totally like <laughs> you know we're more efficient and cut down prices on these fucking. fries. You know, if you use a freaking machine, you didn't have to hire three French fry cutters out back. You know, you could have knocked this price out of $5 French fries. Would have tasted better. I don't know. Okay. All right. Are we good? It's a wrap. Should we do a commercial? (laughs) Well, now that summer's here, I got to go to one of these cool outdoor parties recently. Wait, did I say Cool. I say that with reservation. You see, what wasn't so cool was the entertainment. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They had a DJ. Ugh, what are you doing, man? Don't you care about your guests? Get the real thing. Get the real live music. Don't just get any kind of music. Get Bruce Springsteen. He's the boss. Oh, what's that? You can't afford the boss? You know, you probably could afford, though. This local cover band called Smear Campaign. You see... 
They are the patriots of the party mentality. You want a good time? You want someone to host your event? You want someone to entertain you throughout the evening? Well, look no further, my friends, my little skittlebuds, because smear campaign can get you what you need. Oh, well, how do you know what we need, Rick? I don't need to know what you need. All I need to know is that smear campaign can play everything. How about that? Right back at you. You want some R&B? You want some hip hop? You want some rap? You want some funk? Just tell them to play it. Okay? That's smear campaign. Did you know when you gain martial arts skills, you are gaining skills for every aspect in your life? So why don't you help your kid out, give them the advantage, and enroll them in Perez Martial Arts? These guys are a dedicated team led by Rolando Perez, who has been teaching martial arts for over 10 years. Throughout all of the programs, students will not only learn the necessary skill sets to protect themselves, but they stand behind their realistic and practical approach. Confident it will enable every member to achieve greatness and live their best life. If this sounds like something you might be interested in, you can just go to PerezMartialArts.com and set up a trial today or tomorrow or maybe early next week. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen your schedule. I don't know. I haven't seen your calendar, but put it on there, you know. Until Rolando, I said I. Second half of Scuttlebutt, you're still with us, folks? It's time for Little Ushanka. Today in the Ushanka, we've got a handful of topics. Is there a theme to these topics, or are they just random? Uh-huh. Uh, just some some things on the desk here that we just want to clear off that that we want right. to discuss and just put a fork in. All um, right, <laughs> first up on the topics <laughs> is beach bods. Yeah, beach bods. We were talking about that. Liz, you came in mm-hmm. and you mentioned beach bods. Well, because I brought us the delicious watermelon juice. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Mike right. made a reference to it running through us and causing diarrhea, I believe. And I said, just in time for Beach Body Summer. As a joke, people. Yes, right. <laughs> you know what the problem is with the Beach Bod thing? Is I always miss it. Like, I don't... You get I, your Beach Body at, like, Christmas? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I peak too early. <laughs> I'm a March, April Beach Bod guy thinking I'm going to keep sustain mm-hmm. it. No. No, Rick, you can't. You can only you can only have a beach bod for about sixty days, and then you're gonna go into average normal bod, and then you're gonna go into hibernation bod. That's well, a good. That's a polite off, way to say it. Yeah, you fall off the wagon. Like if you've got like, all right, this is good. This is this is where I want to be. It's you know, it's it's January, and you're like, oh, if I look like this in July, like this will be awesome. Like, r- yeah. what makes you fall off that wagon? Um, the stick to itiveness. You know, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, that's five months from now. And I come in hot. Like, okay, I got my meals prepped. I feel like I got my calories sort of like, you know, in check. Mm-hmm. The, the I got the proteins and the carbs and the fats bounced right. I put some thought into this. I'm exercising. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. But then? But then I just something happens like I'm just like you know today is just not a gym day or 
It, or I can just peter out, or or <laughs> I like, can. And I'm not feeling too good about the next three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, how about how about most recently? I fell off my mountain bike. Mm, so you were injured. Yes, and, and, and that was months ago. Yeah, and you, can I just hit pause here? There's a bump on my elbow. Yeah, it's still oh yeah, there, right. Yeah, and uh, I can move things around in it. Now let me ask each of you a question. Mike first. Uh-huh. This is your elbow. Would you go get it checked? How wiggly is the thing? It moves around, and there's like a tendon or something I can bounce over. You want to touch it? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> yeah, you got to give it, give some pressure there. <laughs> Wiggle around, go sideways. It's like a contusion. Is Mike a medical expert, and that's why you're asking him? I <laughs> believe what we have on our hands here is a is a contusion, Rick, and I'm not too concerned about that. Okay, so you're gonna let it fly? Yeah, I think I would. Now you're saying you can like move it around, but yeah. when I was applying pressure, I didn't feel like oh. it was really moving much. Yeah, there's. But I also I don't want to like right. shove it and have you be like, oh. <laughs> now there's some there's some weird feeling. Now Liz, what would you do? Is it preventing you from doing anything? Yes, leaning on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have another arm to lean on. I know, like, but but <laughs> like like. <laughs> When he sidles up to a bar, it's right. really prohibitive. When I'm leaning forward and engaging conversation, mm-hmm. I'm like, Owie. Like, if it was keeping you from doing your daily activities or exercising, I would say, yeah, I got it looked at. But if not, I don't yeah. know. I, don't, I just don't have time for that. I'm going to let it, <laughs> I'm gonna I mean? let it let fly. It ride. Yeah. All right. So what, aside from me referencing Beachbody or some or whatever, what prompted you to write that down as like a, a peeve? It's a well, it's just a hard thing to mm-hmm. um like the dad bod. Yeah. Like there's a term for dad oh, bod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's um societally it's accepted. Mm-hmm. It's also expected. Like, oh, you're a forty five year old right. dad. You should of course you of course you got a little uh a little, a little paunch. A little paunch. Mm-hmm. You know, a little stuff there. That's, that's a sign. Rick's, Rick's shooting for a Zad bod to mm. uh, reference mm. the yeah. pickleball bangers. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Now, do, do, do moms, like a mom bod, there's no there's no such thing <gasps> as mom bod. It's an insult to say. If you, like, Could like you imagine? Mothers are not afforded the same courtesy as fathers. I don't know that fathers. it's necessarily a compliment to men to say they've got no, a but, dad bod. No, yeah. but it is, but it is. But it's, you're right. It's acceptable. It's, it would it's certainly totally be much more of a slam on a woman. Yes. When you she, say like, oh, she's m- got mom bod. You look picture, at that mom bod. You, yeah. You picture like a Midwestern farmer, yes. like mom, wide hips. Mom jeans and from mom Kansas. Jean, totally. Completely. Yep. Completely. Like stepmom like from Wisconsin, Ohio Wisconsin, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. It is not flattering. Don't you know? <laughs> it's not flattering in any way, shape, or form. So, so let's talk about this mm-hmm. then. It's just a gender thing. This is why it's fun to have you on the show. Uh, someone says, "Hey, nice dad bod to me." I go, mm-hmm. "Hey, yeah, you got me. Yep, yep, busted." Did what do you want me to do? You should have seen me in March. I was looking <laughs> pretty. Are people actually saying this to you? Uh, yes, yes, no. fucking yes. Who's that dude, obnoxious, dude? Do you know how many people have joked about my weight? Like, are you serious? Yes. Absolutely, just and, Rick, and by the I'm way, listeners, t- I I weigh like one eighty five. You're a normal looking man. <laughs> like yeah. Normal, like, oh. nor- normal, <laughs> which is like leaning on dad bod. Like no one's gonna go, wow, that guy's mm-hmm. fucking going to the gym. But no one's going. That guy should probably cut back on the ring dings. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm just. You're right. Just come as you are. I blend yep. into the crowd. I'm nothing special. I like the idea. Well, first of all, you need new friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, these aren't friends. These are just people making, well, you know, acquaintances. Oh, you, people. You're, you're at Shaw's and and the lady at the checkout's like, nice dad bod, right. dude. Right. Yeah. Leave the Oreos on the counter. <laughs> yeah. You sure you want this dad bod? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's, you, no one should ever this comment 
to anybody else about their physical appearance, weight, whatever. Friend of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, Unless. That's a compliment. Unless. They're still wearing an elastic yes, waistband. Yes, there you go. There you go. And it's yes, after then now 1 it's time. p.m. Now it's yes, time. now you can, yeah. right. But I had a friend whose husband had run into an acquaintance that he hadn't seen in a long time. And my friend's husband had lost his hair. And so the guy, his acquaintance said to him, he's like, oh, God, so-and-so, what happened to your hair? And he goes, chemo. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's like. There's no coming back from there's that. There's no coming back from that. So it's like you just never know what has maybe caused a shift in someone's appearance and it could be something, you know, health related. And so just keep your mouth shut <laughs> yeah. unless it's pajamas because that has nothing to do with your health. That's just poor decision making. Yeah. Now when I see a dad with a six pack and it's like, bad dad, right. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. dad. <laughs> That's a dad that doesn't spend enough time with his family. Nope, he outsources everything. He's <laughs> yeah. got nannies. Yep. He's got summer camps. Mm -hmm. He's got all this. This yep. guy, is like like that that's like that's the body of a guy who just plays golf and you know hangs or out. like a marathoner Goes, or yes. yeah he's tennis. on his peloton at work yep. right yep. right yeah yep. yep. um, agreed here's a guy that i think straddles both of these uh both the dad bod and the beach bod when was the last time he straddled the dad bod <laughs> You know, I briefly delved into having a dad bod for like a day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm starting to get like a little bit of a mm -hmm. belly here. And no joke, I went out and mowed the lawn. And when I came back in, I was like, oh, it's gone. No that's, kidding. That's See, youth. This guy that's sucks. Youth. Yeah. yeah, but just look at him. He's a, right. he's a string bean, like a yep. lean, mean string bean machine. Yep, that's what they call me. <laughs> the oh, Shit, uh, I need my phone for that. Fuck it. I don't know where my phone is. Wow. You ever seen anybody give up so easily, Liz? <laughs> like, oh, I can't find my phone. Let's, all right, let's wrap it. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the use? No, it's uh, it's tech toys. Yeah. Oh. Did you say that yet? No. Like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right, last. I already, through deductive reasoning, I know that it's tech toys. <laughs> so that's my, I'll say this. Uh. I don't like my kids' dinosaur toys. And he, he's playing Jurassic World Dominion. Like he's got all these. Oh yeah. Oh, these we've gone face. over this before. Yep. Well, I'd like to talk about it again, Michael. Right. It's, it's still clearly, pissing me off. Yeah, you didn't get it off your chest last time. Keep going. You press a button on the dinosaur's ass, and mm -hmm. a little a QR code will pop out, and then you have to go bug your mom and your dad for what? their phone. Stop. And then they get the phone, and they put it on there, and it says you got to download the app. So they give the phone back to mom or dad. Let's just say me in this case, because mm -hmm. that's exactly what happened. And I get the thing. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what am I putting on my goddamn phone now? Uh, okay, fine, whatever. See what it does. All right. Okay, here you go. 20 minutes later, hey, dude, give me the phone back. Like, you just kind of, like, you forgot that yeah. you did that. And you're like, what? Dude, you're still on that? Like, we, give, give that to me. Mm -hmm. And now he's... And meanwhile, he's bought 30 more dinosaurs right. through the app. In-app purchases. Listen, listen. <laughs> it's brilliant if you're, like, if your job is to run a toy company and make money and have big profit margins, mm -hmm. this is brilliant. But for society and for humanity and for the future of, hum of civilization, this is terrible. Mm -hmm. Because my kid was... Yesterday, in the backyard, in the stream that is a tributary to the Charles River, right? Which, not an accident. I named my son after my favorite river. Just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, this little stream, right? The boys get a laundry basket, and they pile it up with dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And they take it out into the little woods there with the stream. And they just set up a dino environment and, and a world and they 
role play the, battles. Awesome. Specifically, yes. the world is a laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> the dino laundromat. No, but they got this. You know, the Stegosaurus is drinking mm-hmm. out of the stream. The T Rex is is behind it. The, the, it's it's pretty cool to watch. And these then they're kids. like, yeah. "Dad, where's your phone? We need to take pictures to upload." <laughs> yeah, to the app. right, right, right. But but you know, today my kid's not out there in the stream with the basket full of dinos with four of his friends role playing and and being creative and mm-hmm. and being interactive no he's chin in his chest with my phone looking down at it at the stupid app mm-hmm. now he's learning about dinos but he could do that that's what books are for right, right? we read the books right. to learn we use the action figures to go mm-hmm. play this whole component useless but now mm-hmm. he's kids are like Sucked addicted in. to but the screens so what it ultimately is is the toy company Admitting defeat. It's it's the toy company being like, we're not cool enough for kids anymore. They all want screens. So even though we just sold you something that you were just really excited about, mm-hmm. now here's the screen version right. of this toy. It's just as always you more. you can't actually play exactly. with. Exactly. Because think about it. So he could play with a dinosaur action figure for... For so long, so mm-hmm. long, right? Maybe it's 45 minutes. But if that dinosaur action figure had a digital component that was a digital world where he could He'll level now play up. with the toy for 30 now seconds. Now his mind has yeah. been rewired because he wants to. It's the same thing with gamblers. You want to achieve more, achieve more, achieve more. Well, that's, and that's what he's doing. He's, yeah. he's unlocking dinosaurs. Yes. Yep. That's what he's doing. He's like, he's getting more and more dinosaurs yep. in his little dino world. And, and uh, I'm just. So every time he gets a new dinosaur, like the mm-hmm. dopamine release yes. in his head is telling him positive and he wants to keep chasing that feeling. Yeah. And it's the same thing with any type of addiction, right? Yeah, the worst part is now he's smoking cigarettes right? when he's back by the stream. <laughs> you, don't even, you didn't even mention that. I know, I know. Um, slippery slope. Let, 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 me ask, let me ask a question from someone who taught kids and someone who's a parent. Perspectives of each of us over Liz. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made a deal with Charlie. That he reads 15 or 20 minutes a day, he gets that equivalent in screen time on mm-hmm. that stupid dino app. So if he gives me 20 minutes of reading, I will reward him mm-hmm. with the phone and he gets 20 minutes. 20 for 20, 15 for 15. What's your take? Good or bad? I, no, honest. I mean, I, I love it. And I wish that we we were very, very good about monitoring our kids' screen time before COVID. And then with us working and then being home, it really fell off the rails. And I'll be honest, we've done a really bad job of, because we can't really unwalk where we were, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a little bit of a free-for-all. I'm lucky that- both, You're losing the battle. I am losing the battle. And I I could fight harder to, to win it, but it's not worth- in my mind, the grief and aggravation that will come with it. Are you waving the white flag? I am you in are. this regard. Because there, there's other things that I'm going to have to fight with my kids about that I absolutely have to win. Mm-hmm. And they play outside a ton. Avery and Brady like to read anyway. Um, they so socialize with their friends. So I don't, There's balance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then that's yeah. really not a problem, Liz. No. It's the kid that doesn't go outside. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. But it's funny that you said... You're losing the battle because as soon as Rick was asking for our perspective, my perspective is you already lost because now you're you're negotiating with your kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said, oh, you really like this app and it's annoying me. But rather than just say no, you said if you do 20 minutes, now you're now it's bribing. If you do 20 minutes of reading, you can have 20 minutes. Mm, I think it's That's negotiating. That's parenting, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and again, it's one of those things, me, me not having kids, it's mm-hmm. easy to see it from yeah. the outside perspective. Mm-hmm. But like... 
No, is, I, is your parenting style, I guess, would be the question, mm-hmm. similar to how your parents raised you? Or did you get a lot more of, because I said so, that's why? Yeah. Because yeah. that, I think, has completely disappeared now. Mm-hmm. Granted, parents still say it, but they don't say it about enough things, I don't think. No, uh, I so agree with you. So many things are like mm-hmm. just throwing in the towel and we, here, this is easier for me, so I'm going to let it go. Counterpoint. I think the parent that says, because I said so, is being lazy, and they're not explaining it clearly, and they're not being a good leader. Like, if, you're, if your uh, boss said, all no. right, team, we're going to go, uh, we're going to get to here in the third quarter. Well, why are we doing that? Because I said so. Like, no, no, how no. does that but, but, get buy-in? But, okay, here's an example. You're in Target. Charlie sees another dinosaur toy. Dad, can I have this? No, you already have six at home. How come? Because you said so. That's an acceptable answer. Oh, okay. That's similar to what I do is, uh, hey, did you already ask me? Yep. Did I give you an answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Then this conversation's yeah. over. I always say asked and answered. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Done. Mm-hmm. And that that works. That That's that's a 100% yeah. like success rate. That mm-hmm. always ends the conversation. Yep. I love it. I, I will say it is very worth limiting kids screen time as much as possible and making them go be kids mm-hmm. uh, because working with kids for so long, like you can 100% see which kids have a lot of screen time at home and which kids do not. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be a screen type of activity to see it. Like when they're on the playground, if they're playing with toys, how long does that toy hold them over? If they're coloring, do they actually sit and spend the time to color or is it scribble it for 10 seconds and then like, mm-hmm. okay, well, that I'm done with that. Time yeah. To, time to move on. Attention's moving on. Because I else. didn't level up. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Where's this going? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think we did a great job here, guys. Would Wide variety of topics. I feel co- like our listeners will, are, will be very well educated and yeah. entertained mm-hmm. after listening to this. Yeah. Way, to, way to end the first 99 episodes. <laughs> With, like, really hitting our stride. Like, yeah. This is like a bonus episode. I think we're, I think we're figuring this out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Wrap it up there, buddy. All right. What did we learn today? We learned that we're finally hitting our stride, and we've got so many topics that we could cover. So tune in next week and prepare to be wildly disappointed for our 100th episode. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you then. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.